I would rather have a day job than be a Pokemon mascot. Han Solo is clearly more attractive than Indiana Jones. I would take the Star Wars trilogy over the Matrix trilogy any time. The Legend of Zelda versus Super Mario. Who's better in bed, Jafar or Gaston? And would Thanos masturbate with the Infinity Gauntlet or not? Every week, Nerd Rage The Great Debates brings you the funniest comics, writers, and podcasters to settle some of geekdom's most divisive topics. Find us on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts. Jessica Baldoni. I'm Robert Nigawesco. And uh, no, Jacob. Ever again. He died in a horrible accident. Oh, man. Uh, pretty sorry, sorry for his loss. No, just kidding. He uh, is Mr. Hollywood now, and he can't, he can't be on the show. For now. He'll probably be back at some point. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do a, a triple threat one sometime. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah. So, here we are. We're back and better than ever. And uh, we're kind of out of this pandemic a little bit anyway sort of getting there we're getting there getting there things are a little bit more relaxed at the shop Mm -hmm. which is good um yeah it's nice nice seeing people's faces for the first time that i've been meeting for a year (laughs) at the shop and like oh your face okay yeah yeah dropped the mask and they're a completely different person yeah a little (laughs) bit it is a it's a positive thing it It is is. like i do feel like i saw a smile right or I, yeah. oh wow that's that guy okay yeah. yeah some people i haven't recognized at all though like they take the mask off and i'm like oh. who are you <laughs> that hasn't happened yet <laughs> i am always surprised though uh who has goatees oh I'm yeah like, oh you all have goatees <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> or an evil mustache <laughs> yeah there's been a few of those i a haven't been customers. able to twirl them <laughs> yeah i guess you can't you can still scratch your chin evilly right but no twirling of that no. mustache yes maybe <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is audio. It is audio. Yeah, I know. You can't. Hand gestures. <laughs> I constantly hear do them. Or oh, we showed them the comic and you can't see the comic. Do you see the cover? Do you see how <laughs> this poor printing on the cover of Spawn? Oh, yeah. We're going to So we're gonna get right into There's a lot of comics that have come out. We've missed a lot of stuff. So we're going to be talking about some older ones, some new ones, a lot of stuff that's gone on in TV and news. But uh, let's talk about Spawn Universe. And yeah. the comic I have destroyed the cover of. Yeah, um, <laughs> mine didn't seem to have that effect, but yours has uh, smudged a little bit. Yeah, uh, so I got this, I actually thought it was a really cool cover, this Campbell uh, Western gunslinger, gunslinger cover, song. right? And uh, I was reading it, and suddenly there was black ink all over my hands. So thanks, Image, for that. Maybe you're gonna become a hellspawn. Ooh, I don't want that to happen. Actually, no, it's really sad. (laughs) Yeah, I've been watching some of the Spawn HBO, and that's my takeaway. I used to think, oh, Spawn's super cool, super Mm -hmm. badass, and now I'm like, he's a sad boy. He is sad. He's very sad. I like him. I still like. I actually like him more now that I'm like, oh, I get this. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's a sad guy. Yeah, and I already (laughs) spend a lot of money on wrinkle cream and like. (laughs) Well, this this cleans it all out. You get immortality as it's said if right. you have just a little vial of the 
I don't know what that green goo is called. I don't know, but they definitely <laughs> take it out of a cat's body. So oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, might as well go there. Page two, shoot a cat in the face. Yes. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was already very sad. <laughs> well, back to sad. Sad spawn. Oh, um, horrible. Animal abuse right away. I mean, they're bad guys this guy's pretty bad with his so. no lips what? he has no lips and uh he shot a cat <laughs> it starts with uh cogliostro who's been around since like the beginning that's the dude he's definitely in the show he's one of the homeless guys in the alley mm-hmm. when spawn is like living in the alley which i don't i don't know if he still does that or anything but <laughs> this is 30 years ago spawn um hopefully he has a home now <laughs> maybe yeah an apartment or something yeah something like that like a by condo. now you would think Florida. he could save some money he's probably old by now <laughs> probably poor al yeah um yeah, so super confusing comic, just right. gotta say. Yeah, so if you haven't read Spawn, like I haven't, in 25 years, like you're thinking maybe Spawn Universe is a good jumping on point. It's a number one. They haven't done a Spawn number one in whatever, but yeah, however years. many years. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, no. <laughs> it's not a good jumping on point. Not at all. Uh, they do that annoying editorial box where they're like, read this, read 300, yeah. read 297 or whatever. See, if if the story works and then they add those, I don't got a problem with that. Like, right. I like that in the old Marvel comics yeah. and stuff where it's telling you like, hey, go, oh yeah, you want to know when they last fought Doctor Doom? It's like number 66. It's like, I like that. Right. But... Here, it seems to be in place of actually explaining anything. Yes. Like, it is just like, yeah, go read that. And it feels like if I haven't read the last 20 issues, or all 300 and whatever, Uh that I'm just, like, just out of the loop or something. Exactly. Not a good jumping on point. No. (laughs) Not at all. Um, It looks pretty. It looks real good. Yeah, Jim Chung does the art of this one. I don't know if he's going to be continuing on. He's a busy guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks great. looks super good. And that's kind of what, I feel like that's kind of what people have been going back to Spawn for 30 years for, is, like, some okay stories, but pretty consistently, I would say, from what I've seen, the art's always, like, yeah, pretty top-notch. Right. Uh, we get an appearance by Cygor. I don't know if he's, like, a regular Spawn character. Uh, but, I de- uh... <laughs> he's cool. I de- he cool. definitely had his own miniseries and stuff right. back in the day. It was, like, yeah, a horror thing. He's, yeah, a cyborg gorilla. Right. Which cyborg. I'm on board with that. Sure. <laughs> I, if, if he was, like, yeah, if there was some, some better writing, I think it, that'd be very cool. He's, like, a pet of Spawn. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think he used to be a villain, and now he's been like, I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. Something happened. He is now, yes, works for him or something. Kind of like a pet. Yeah. Kind of. He uses him as a meat shield at one time, (laughs) which is his plan. That's the plan. So he's not really his pet, I guess. I guess, yeah. More like a fighting dog or something. Oh, poor Cygor. I know. He doesn't deserve that. No. Cygor, pretty gorilla. Right. And he gets taken over by Cogliostro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now he's Cogliostro's pet, Cygor. I guess guess so, yeah. Okay, so the whole idea of this is the portals between heaven and hell, which are called, uh, what are they called? Uh, Dead zone portals. That's original. Yeah. uh, Those have been shut. So every angel and demon that is on Earth is stuck on Earth. No one can, because there's... 
you know, a 30-year war. It's literally been the entire Spawn thing is war between heaven and earth. Like, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So now it's like everyone's stuck on earth who's on earth. No one else is new. So Spawn's like, you're here. I'm going to take you all out. And it seems like that's what he's been doing. Right. Like, systematically eliminating demons and angels, I think. Though we, we don't really see him tangle with any of the heavenly... No, but they're around. They're hanging out as well. Yeah, and, and they're one, mad. Definitely. <laughs> yes. And one thing I do always like about how Todd McFarlane does presents the spawn thing is like the people from heaven are just as bad as the people from hell. They just have different methods. They're like the order and hell is just like any means necessary, but they're still all about like we gotta control Earth, we have to destroy, like Yeah. I exactly. do like that. Just like supernatural. Oh, okay. I've never seen that. But oh, it's actually a pretty good show. Well, maybe they liked Spawn. Maybe, or maybe Todd McFarlane liked Supernatural. When did that come out? I don't know. It's been on for seventeen seasons. Okay. Well, still not as old as Spawn. No, but like maybe he got some of his ideas. Maybe he watched maybe. Supernatural. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he's got some good writers that, on that show. He's that kind of guy. Maybe. Sure. Um, yeah. So we're introduced to like a new villain that. In a, it was presented in a way that I felt like I was supposed to know who he was. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but you don't. His name is Disruptor, which they don't give you. In the classic Marvel comics, people would walk up and go, I am Doctor Doom, just so everyone knows what's going on. Maybe that's a little cheesy. Also pretty helpful, though. It is, Just yeah. for, like, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this guy, if he had walked in and been like, I'm the Disruptor. Yeah. That would have helped. Yeah, I actually <laughs> thought he was Cogliostro for a minute. <laughs> I I really was flipping around trying to figure out, like, did they say his name? Did I miss it? Yeah. He looks cool. He's got, like, a weird armored face, and he's blue, which contrasts very nicely with Spawn, I guess. I yeah. think he's probably going to be around a while. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, they do the news page thing, like yeah. classic. I do love that this guy... This, this old white dude who's been in the pages of Spawn as the news since the beginning oh, yeah. is now like full Trumper. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's like the InfoWars guy kind of. Yeah. 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 Which I mean, Todd I like Jones. that Todd has always seemed to bring in the like stuff that pisses him off and mm-hmm. put it in the comics, which I do appreciate. And it seems like this sort of idiocy is also something that pisses him off. Like, you know, where he's saying, like, our ex-president said it's a communist regime is pulling some giant levers, causing earthquakes. Like, absolutely ridiculous, yeah. but not that ridiculous, I guess, in our world. Yeah, and I'm sure some of the Spawn readers are probably going to believe that this is the good one. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and where I come from, if he says it, that then that's a fact. Yeah, I, they're going to be like, yeah, it's if, true. Never do satire because people are too stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so then, okay, wait, yeah, he meets Jericho, the dude with no lips who shoots cats. Yeah, um, don't like that guy. No, they, uh, they have Spawn, Gunslinger Spawn, and Cogliostro all tied up or chained up or whatever in some secret underground lab. Mm-hmm. Very classic villainy. Um, I was surprised that it said... They've never met before, Gunslinger Spawn and Spawn. Because Gunslinger oh. Spawn's been around a while, right? right? Like, yeah, yeah, Oh, wait, so that's Cogliostro? Cogliostro's the dude who looks like Dirty Santa. Oh. Yeah. 
That makes more sense. <laughs> it's very confusing, folks. Yeah. I thought the other guy was Cogliostro. <laughs> no, that, that's Disruptor. Got it. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I, I know what you were saying earlier. Yeah. Sigor yeah. now is Disruptor's pet. Got it. Cogliostro. Is he, tied up. He's an old, dirty man. Because I thought he, he was like. saying earlier that Cogliostro killed Omega Spawn. I think so. Okay. <laughs> I also don't know. They were talking about Omega Spawn like I know who Omega Spawn is. Yeah, right. And uh, he what? He creates like Plague Spawn. I don't really know what that was. Right. That was all, yeah, that's, um, it looked, you know, just one quick background page of what previously happened would have been great. Very helpful. I mean, Todd loves doing this whole narration thing. It's good, <laughs> yeah, just one one little page. But instead of all these analogies. <laughs> all yes, He exactly. loves, loves analogies. Uh, it seems like Kugliostra's plan is to be on this Omega Island. No idea what Omega Island is. No. It's where Omega Spawn was, I guess. Yeah. And his plan is to be like in the dark of that island which will allow him to tap into some hell power he wants to be the king of hell is that what's happening i guess (laughs) i think everybody does right i think everybody wants to be the ruler yeah um i don't i didn't remember that they would call it spawn symbiote i thought that was pretty funny yeah (laughs) like i don't remember it being that yeah and it's like so he oh so spawn is like hell venom right Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. And he it. looks like, the, the plague spawn looks like Venom. Definitely. The spiky, definitely. spiky Venom. Yeah, yeah. More like, yeah, 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 definitely. He's like, I created that, so I get to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> so they team up, Spawn and Gunslinger. They shoot a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. Gunslinger's like, I'm not going to listen to you, which I, I kind of like that. Yeah. That they're like, let's make a plan. And it's like, no. <laughs> I got my own plan. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Spawn too. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, yeah, we get we get this brief chapter that really doesn't matter, but I actually liked it. I thought it was pretty well done. Oh, yeah, of, with the guy on the boat. Yeah, there's a guy on a boat, and he's talking to his family, his kids, over uh, Zoom or something. Right. And then he goes to bed, and then he wakes up in the middle of the night because the ship is sinking to the bottom of the ocean, and that dude's dead. And yeah. there was no real reason for us to no. <laughs> Except to, I guess, to hit home that it's tragic. Yeah, which, sure. Yeah, I, and it kind of brings you back to like Al losing his family. I guess maybe uh, I didn't think about that, but no, no, yeah, maybe I, maybe that was the intent. That was the only thing I could think of. <laughs> but then their ship gets pulled under because mm-hmm. Cogliostro right turns into sin. Yes, and that's kind of the end of the actual story of this issue. And it looks like Doctor Doom. Why he is looks, he wearing Doctor Doom's armor? He definitely looks like Doctor Doom without, without a cool mask. So he just looks yeah. like oh, he shaves his head and his beard. Right, he keeps a little goatee. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, because you can't. Honestly, I, I kind of would have liked if he had just had been the big shaggy headed dude on the Doctor Doom body. Like that would have been nice. I <laughs> yeah. think it was also more confusing because I was like, yeah, oh, that's. that's why- cool. It's him? That's why I thought it was the other guy. And I was like, wait, did that other guy, the disruptor or whatever, I was like, did he turn <laughs> yeah. into this guy? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that, I read this twice because I was so confused. Yeah. It didn't really help. Or right. it, I guess it did help, but mm-hmm. I didn't get to a, a, a good place with no, it. No. It was very confusing. And he really just needs to get some new costume ideas. Stop stealing from Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is all done well, but yeah, in design, I guess... 
I mean, he is kind of running the same thing. I mean, symbiotes, Doctor Doom. Yeah. Plague Spawn. <laughs> um, Come on, guys. Then there's the backups, though. Yeah, yeah. Which we have a medieval spawn mm-hmm. uh, art by Stephen Segovia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what, what did you think of that one? Eh, it was boring, I thought. It, but it's very short, so who knows where yeah. it's gonna go though I, I don't know i was never really a fan of medieval spawn in the first place yeah so. I, I like the design but anytime i've tried to look at them i'm like oh i'm not interested which i don't know i that seems untapped to me like it's a cool idea like yeah. spawn with an axe or a sword and like armored spawn killing whatever dragons like in theory i'm like yes but yeah. no it didn't it, that one didn't do much for me yeah, and then, like the whole thing at the end where he's waking up and he's like, it's all a dream. I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Um, um, but then She Spawn was next. Uh, and that was art. Who was the art Mar- by that one? Marcio Takara. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, and I like that one. I did that like fun. that one too. Honestly, that's my favorite part of the the issue is just. So her whole thing is like, she has a daughter. Um, but she, she can't really see the daughter because she knows that hell will, hell or heaven or whoever enemies of the spawns will take her daughter. So she, her daughter thinks that she's her aunt, right? Yeah. And then her mom, uh, uh, she spawns mom. Right. Jessica Um, Priest. Yeah. Jessica Priest. Her mother is kind of raising the girl and it's kind of emotional actually, you know, like, um, it, it does tap into, like, some real human emotion for a while. It, I'm surprised, honestly, every time. Like, the same thing with the, the Zoom meeting. Like, Todd McFarlane could write a family drama. Yeah. Really. I think he could do pretty good, honestly. Like, I think he's a family man. And it, like, whenever it touches on that stuff, that's always the most effective. Don't you think, though, that, like, they would know where her family is? I mean, probably <laughs> hell powers. Yeah, hell and and heaven. Like yeah. I'm sure heaven, like God powers. Yeah, what is God doing? Just, Doesn't he see everything? Right. Wouldn't they have to be like in hiding or something? I don't know. Plot holes. I mean, I like the story, and I thought the art was really good. Yeah. Um, however, I was just like, if you're gonna go back and visit once, they probably already know. Yeah, yeah. Like and. That she's your daughter. Yeah, really, I mean, if you're gonna <laughs> At do it, least. if you're gonna do that right, because I know not a lot of people like that one, but Dark Knight Strikes Again. Yeah. There's the whole thing where Wonder Woman and Superman had the daughter, right. and he's never met her. Never. And it's like, if that's how you got to do it, yeah. that's how you got to do it. Exactly. Like you never, like that's the tragedy of yeah, that. Of course. Is you can never see never her. Go back. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's like with this, yeah, it, it kind of does poke a hole in there yeah but it is it is a touching scene that ends with her decked out in a bunch of guns bunch of guns (laughs) holy shit she has so many guns she's pretty cool she's cool looking i like her i like her design yeah i'm into it i never understood why you had to wear like a (laughs) a sweater with your boobs hanging out the bottom of it a leather sweater a leather sweater that is definitely a leather jacket leather jacket with skulls on it 
And I'm like, at least cover the boobs so they're, like, supported. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a weird look. It's yeah. a weird look. You could have just covered the boobs with the leather jacket, but... It's, basically, it's called, like, a bolero. But, like, the... Okay. Just, yeah, but it's, like, a closed bolero. I think, yeah. Is that what, like, Robert Plant wears? Yeah. Where it's, like, yeah. I'm wearing a long sleeve that is just sleeves? It's just sleeves. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. And you would wear those in the 50s, but they wouldn't be made of leather, and they certainly wouldn't be, like... <laughs> Squishing your boobs down to be uncomfortable. Well, look, she didn't get to pick. As far as we know, <laughs> hell makes your costume for right. you, or the hell spawn makes your costume. Yeah, for the you. spikes on the on the leg too, on the side don't make sense either. No, They're not holding anything. It would stab. It would stab your you inner thigh. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can't run. Nope. <laughs> but kids love spikes and chains. Oh yeah, for sure. That is... Are kids reading Hillspawn? No, no, no. no. But <laughs> that's like I think Tom McFarland said that. What is it? Is it? Kids love spikes and chains, bub. Something like that. <laughs> but she got like this. What? Well, just one more thing, and then I'll move on. <laughs> she has those cool like skulls on like the leather bolero jacket. Yeah. Just make the skulls over her boobs. If you're gonna do oh, it, commit. Yeah, commit yeah, yeah. to it fully. Skull, skull boobs. Skull boobs. I mean, I support that. I'm, I'm I like an, it. I'm a fan. Yeah. I would see that. Hell well, yeah! Make it metal. Yeah. Do it. Let's do it. Spawn is metal. Hell yeah. All right. Gunslinger is our last short story. Um, and I like this one, too. The art is badass. Super good. Brett Booth. Yeah, Brett Booth. And uh, it on on the in the credits, it doesn't say who's doing it. It just says inks of the whole issue. Adelso Corona, but also Todd McFarlane. So yeah. I don't know where it is he's inking. It seemed like It's this, this one page. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely a lot of Todd inks all over the Brett Booth stuff, because uh-huh. this looks the best. It does the look the best. whole issue. Oh yeah, for sure. Super cool looking. Uh-huh. If this is, if the art team on Gunslinger Spawn would be Brett Booth yeah. and Todd inking, yeah. I'm 100% in. Oh, yeah. I doubt Todd will keep inking. Uh-huh. But it looks phenomenal. It uh, really does. And I am full in on a Western horror story. Super cool. Yeah. His body, like, lied in... He, like, died, I guess. Yeah, he and died. He, he was lying in the woods for years. Yeah. And the wolves were, like, protecting his corpse. I love that. Super and, and cool. So cool. Yeah. And, oh, he, like, has to put his face back on. Yeah, body horror. I love it. <laughs> it's very cool. Like, I'm 100% in on that. Yeah. Um... Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and, that, and like I said, like not a lot happens. He just said, like, he wakes. He uh, has to put his face back on, like you said. Yeah, and he, his like, cool hat. He has cool hat. His weird pilgrim hat. Yeah. <laughs> Which, out of all the things on his costume, I hate the most. Yeah, but... the, hat, the hat is pretty dumb and silly. It is, oh. the, it does adhere to that whole, like, if you see his silhouette, though, you're like, that's Gunslinger Spawn. Oh, yeah, for if sure. it was a regular cowboy hat, it'd be more vague. Right. I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's still silly. It's like a tall bowler. It's so bad. <laughs> it's a pilgrim hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, does not strike the fear into the hearts of anybody. No. I mean, maybe maybe back then. Maybe. People were scared easier. I guess. <laughs> um, um, and then it gives us some dates in the back. So, yeah. King Spawn, which they didn't even uh, give us a preview of. Yeah. I don't, and that one comes out first. I don't really know what that's going to be. We'll, mm-hmm. I guess, maybe follow up with that one. Yeah. Um. As I don't know what the scorched is either. Is that uh-uh. medieval? Is that she spawn? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, there's definitely one in October. Yeah, gunslinger spawn, and I'm yeah. I'm most interested to see that. Me too. Just to see what it actually turns out to be. Yeah, uh, yeah. So king spawn August, gunslinger October, the scorched December. So yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. We'll give you an update later on. 
uh, Spawn. <laughs> so, I mean, to sum it up, if yeah. you like Spawn and you read Spawn, you're probably going to read this. Yeah. If you want to jump in on Spawn, maybe not. Maybe get the Spawn compendium. Yeah. You know what? If you don't know Spawn, HBO, the HBO show. Yeah, it's watch on the HBO cartoon. Max. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's better than the comic, I think, because it's like they took all the elements and then were able to, like, revise it in a more cohesive way. Yeah. But we'll glad you, gladly sell you this Bond Compendium. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, to. and you will get a lot of good art. You will, for sure. Very good. Uh, how about we do something that we liked? Okay, no. yeah. <laughs> Super liked this. Super liked this. And it didn't leak all over my fingers. Yeah. Um, Thanks, DC. Which it still did. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bond Universe. All right. So, yeah, DC, uh, for some reason, can't you know stay with vertigo so it did this new dc black label and now dc horror is like their new thing as well yeah so, this is a vertical book it's a in my book. mind this is yeah. like just the continuing of the vertigo legacy which i'm just very glad because they they stopped doing the like mature end stuff for a while right yeah just for uh, briefly oh okay. yeah but i mean there were some the black labels continued on with like the more like uh mature reader superhero books yeah yeah, they yeah. really stopped yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like the weirder stuff started, you know, wasn't really coming out. Okay, well, it's nice to see, like, you know, just DC putting out a book that has nothing to do with any of the universe. This is its own thing, completely yeah. separate. Uh -huh. Have we even said what we're talking about? No, it is the Nice House on the Lake by James Tinian the Fourth, Alvaro Martinez Bueno, Bueno, yeah, yeah. On, on the art, and Jordi Belair. I just realized I've never said his name. Out loud. Jordy Blair doing the colors. Oh, the colors, yes. One of the best colors in the boobs. Really good. I mean... I love this book. It's, I still think about it all the time. I cannot wait to read issue two. Yeah. Um, you know, I love a good horror book. Uh, and it's hard to do, especially in comic form. Especially in, you know, the 21st century. And this is 100% like a story of our era. It is. Oh, yeah. This is not a story that could have worked... In another way. I mean, maybe, I guess. But it's like, the real horror comes on... Well, maybe, maybe I'm jumping oh, yeah, ahead. Jumping, jumping ahead. ahead. Jumping, jumping ahead. ahead. Okay. Yeah, it starts... Actually, and you know what? I didn't even remember this when I started thinking about it later. But it does start with our main protagonist narration. Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Um, the artist. The, right. The artist. They all have their, their nicknames later on. Um, yeah, so she starts talking about a guy she meets in a bar... Um and they were like tangential mm -hmm. on their friends groups. They right. would go to the. She's New Yorkers. This seems like very like New York culture oh, yeah. or San Francisco too. But yeah. it's like where you're just hanging out in groups every week, going to bars or whatever, mm -hmm. and you're meeting new people, and then you get invited to the next person's bar hop and right. stuff like that. And she was just in this little friend group tangentially and met this guy Walter. Yeah, and he in the bar asks her. How do you think the world will end? Yeah. It's a, kind of a weird question. Super weird, because yeah. they had not really talked much before that. No. He's super creepy. But she's an artist, right? Yeah. And so maybe having boring conversations with other, or like pretentious conversations in New yeah. York, which happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Here too, in San Francisco. So she jumped on, 
And they just started talking about it. And they had several conversations later on, like, about it. And yeah, they, they would go back and forth, and they would email about it. Text threads. Text threads. Talk, yeah. yeah, just, hey, do you want to mm-hmm. continue our conversation? And, and we'd get drunk and watch a stupid movie and pretend like it was research. Yeah. So that seemed like they had this, you know, connection, but kind of centered around the whole concept of how will the world end. Right. And so, also, she's narrating this. Um, sitting on the steps and it looks like there's like fire behind her and she has like a spear and she's all like wrapped up. It looks like, pretty apocalyptic. It looks up, yeah, it looks apocalyptic, exactly. Yeah, and we don't we don't yet know where she is. There's yeah. all these strange um statues, stone statues everywhere. Yeah, she's wearing a gas mask at one point. Yeah, it, it looks like a straight Mad Max post apocalyptic thing. Yeah. And what I was saying earlier, too, is I completely forgot about that by the time I got to the end of the comic, that that had even happened. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, that's a testament to how good it is once it gets going. Yeah. And I kind of almost wish that didn't even happen. But Yeah, I don't know if you even need that. Yeah. Um, we'll see how that plays out as the issues continue. But yeah, I, yeah. I kind of agree that you maybe didn't even need that. You could have just had, in a bar, yeah. and... Just that, jump right in and there. be like, I, this is my life, and then, yeah. but I, I, you know, it's the same thing where it's like, I want to give people a taste of what's to come right at the beginning, exactly, so yeah. they know what they're getting into. Right. I think yeah. that's kind of what it yeah. is. Yeah, well, probably because, well, yeah, we'll get into it. All right, so uh, then there's like, a, yeah, the emails and the text threads about like this weekend getaway this summer. Super well done. This yeah. stuff, like I've seen some of this in comics, but this is like some of the best I've seen of this technique where you're like, Instead of a comic page, we're getting, you know, an email. Like, you see other the other emails that aren't being read, but we're looking at, you know, weekend getaway this summer. And it's yeah. from Walter mm-hmm. to all of these people inviting them to a uh, uh, the, the lake house. Right. The, this beautiful lake house, too. Yeah, for, for, a, for a week, yeah. right? And, yeah. Um, yeah, I do, I do like, uh, if you need to be strong-armed into coming, let me know and I'll unleash my very strong arm. Right. <laughs> I, just, I liked that. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. And there's like these beautiful pictures of this house that's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, and then we get to our uh, splash page. The two page two-page splash. Page, yeah, two-page super splash. cool. Gorgeous. And um, yeah, very like. A little ominous. <laughs> super ominous. Yeah. Very, but you know, very anti Marvel Comics two page splash. It's yeah. like a literally just the nice house on the lake. This is like the title of the movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm watching this movie in my Me head. Me too, exactly. And that's one of my favorite things about comics like this is when you can just play it out like a movie in your head and it's so effective. Yeah, I can see it when I was when they were in the bar, I can hear that, I can see mm-hmm. that being the beginning of a movie. Oh yeah. And I'm sure this has been optioned, it's been stamped, oh, it's ready yeah. to go. All right. Only one issue <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> Before this was even out, I'm sure this has do, been optioned. Do we know if it's gonna be ten issues? Yeah, I'm sure. So, yeah, there's these little symbols, which we don't know what they mean yet. It's very Black Monday Murders and Jonathan Hickman, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I, definitely 10 issues. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. that's a good run. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she we cut to uh, day one, mm-hmm. and uh, we get a brief introduction to her. We've already met her, but, like, it, I guess these are written by Walter. Never mind. That's what the symbols are. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say that, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't know that when you look sure. at the cover. Yeah, know, yeah but when you but get yeah, into it, each yeah. One of, so there's like 10 guests, uh-huh. 
Um, and each one of them is be- given a title. So Ryan is the artist, and she has a little symbol that kind of looks like a uh, uh, what is that? A paint uh, palette, like the palette. Uh, oh yeah, board. that's right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was looking at each one. Like the writer one, it looks like lines of text. Okay. The like acupuncturist, it looks like a needle up and down. What's the comedian? Uh, it- oh, it's a smiley face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About that. <laughs> so this, I would be kind of creeped out if my like friend like yeah. created all these like I mean and for good reasons, but like right. wrote wrote all these weird like gave me a fake name and like this symbol and all, and he's like I'm gonna leave little clues around the place. I'm gonna be like what? Well, what? I think these people are a little like I was talking about, pretentious. Like they're yeah. all so they're kind of like ooh, it's like a mystery, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So much fun. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, a lot of them are, uh, you know, kind of pretentious. The way they talk, because I was like getting put off by some of their lines of dialogue. Like, yeah. just like when they see the house, like I want to throw up and die now that I know this place is real. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> calm <Yeah>. down. <laughs> um, yeah. But she she comes up. She meets uh, Nora Jacobs, who's the writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and each, each we we get these little descriptions of these characters from Walter's point of view, where it like says when they were selected. Right. And each time it's like selected thirteen years ago, uh-huh. uh, met in high school, selected fourteen years ago. Yeah. Like, so this is a long process of super, how he oh, did this. Like, like his whole life. His whole yeah. His whole life. Right. Um. He's. I think some of them he's known since he was like a kid, like children. Yeah. Yeah, or at least when they were in high school. Yeah, I maybe think that's how long. High school. Yeah, but yeah, it's a very long time that he's been selecting "quote unquote" these these people for this. Yeah, this whatever it is going whatever, to be. Which, yeah, yeah, which we, we kind of know, but yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, um, everyone's in their their mid thirties. Mm-hmm. That's that's all the, all of our characters, right? And they they all have very specific attributes about them, like yeah, said, like the writer, the the artist, the comedian, the, comedian. the accountant. The reporter. The scientist. The mm-hmm. acupuncturist. The do- there's like a doctor, right? The pianist. The consultant. I don't know what the consultant is all about. But. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly their skills are going to come into play. Right. Um, but anyway, they, they enter this house. It's insanely huge, sprawling, gorgeous. Everyone's like just making all these jokes or ridiculous statements about how upset they are that this place exists or how happy they are. What they're right. going to... He, I was I was looking around for a TV and I found a movie theater instead. Like, yeah, it's a great mansion, you know, mm-hmm. but also kind of obscene, right? Um, and then yeah, so everyone's partying. It's the first night, obviously. You do whatever you yeah. do at a we're gorgeous so, house. We don't need to talk about every character, but yeah. we're introduced. Kind of Ryan, we're, we're Ryan's our POV character, and yeah. she kind of walks through. She was kind of an outsider, not she's not in their friend group, so nobody yeah. knows she was even going to be there. Yeah, she's the newest one because everyone. It seems like they've been there for sixteen years, eighteen years. You know, yeah. people the, have dated previously. People are right. still dating, mm-hmm. um, and she's only been there for a year, right? That's what it was. I think. I, no, it's been a few years because she she didn't talk oh, to him for years, two years. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but you know, not nearly as long as everybody else. No, but we yeah, we just kind of meet everyone, and then they're all like, um, you know, talking about this place, and then Walter shows up, right. and he's like, hey, let's let's grill some steaks. Yeah, and I mean, I'd be like, cool, Walter's yeah. here. Hell yeah. yeah, we got some steaks. It's time to party, right? 
then we get we get to see the email that Walter sent Ryan. Um, and I love, you know, Jonathan Hickman does this too. I'm sure, sure. that James Tinian kind of learned this format yeah, from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That's very similar. Um, so we get like a long text page, uh, which is not boring at all. No. Uh, it d- does give you really good information, keeps you in the story. Um, and just, you know. It, it's it's a message from Walter to yeah, Ryan. To Ryan. Mm-hmm. It, is it, it, yeah, it's an email. Yeah, it's an email. Uh, tells tells her about her name being the artist in the group. Yeah. Um, and since we've already known that everyone gets their own little names, we're assuming that every one of them got a similar yeah. email. It's almost like Clue. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of like a Clue thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're given, like, this title. Mm-hmm. Um, then they, they're grilling the steaks, and we have this party. I love how he depicts all of these conversations and stuff. Yeah. Also pretentious. It's very Chris Ware almost, too, like, the way he does it. Like, blah, <laughs> the, blah, the blah, format. Blah. Yeah. Yeah, all they're, they're like, you know, it's this big pool party and everything, but people's word balloons, it's just squiggles and then mm-hmm. random words. So it's like, yeah. blah, 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 underwear, blah, 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 and people are laughing. Blah, 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 newspaper, blah, 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 Democrats, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, you or know, like Mazza Kelly. I could see like so many influences like totally. through here. Yeah, it's, it's a, it was so good. And I do want, yeah, I mean, this is both of them, right? The artist and the writer yeah. are the owners of this story. And, yeah. And I wonder how much of this is Tinian and how much of this is Alvaro bueno. Martinez, who I've never heard of actually before Art's this. Art's awesome. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Super oh, good. So good. Um, and then we finally see the first of what's going to happen in this yeah. comic. Yeah, Ryan's like off to the side of the party, and still the outsider. is the only one that works. We yes. haven't mentioned that yet. Yeah, um, nobody has service there because they're out in the middle of the woods. Right. And she, yeah, she's off on the side looking at her phone because she's bored and awkward like many people do. We yeah. all do. Uh-huh. And she sees, oh no, and yeah. we get a double page splash. Yep, of Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, basically Twitter or Instagram, whatever. Yeah, uh, a social media account, uh, and it looks like an, a giant apocalypse has started. Yeah, we get you know twenty different um, people's like Twitter posts talking about different aspects of it, which is a great way to you know present this horror. Like this is. Mm-hmm. Super well done. Super good. Yeah. And it it's scary. It's like, scary. It's really scary. <laughs> this, I like had read, because I, I read this twice. The mm-hmm. first time I read it, right, there's one where it's like all caps. There is something in the sky behind, oh, okay, wait. So the, the apocalypse is that it seems like things are just bursting the flames. People right. are bursting the flames. Skin is, people's skin is like coming off. Melting off. off. Yeah. Melting off. But one of them is all caps. There is something in the sky behind the fire. Look behind the fire. At the color that hurts your eyes. Yeah. And that's the mayor of New York. Right. I didn't read that part at first. Yeah. That, like, the second time reading, I was like, if the mayor posted yeah. that, oh, no. Right, exactly. On the official mayor, like, oh, no. Yeah. I just watched Anderson Cooper burn to death on live television. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. The president is already dead. There's yeah. no America left. Get underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just exposes... Mass chaos. Right. This is the last image on CNN before it went black. And we see, like, the newsroom just on fire. Yeah. Engulfed in flame. Mm-hmm. Um, then you turn the page, and obviously Ryan flips out and tells everyone to shut the fuck up. New York City is gone. Yep. And then they find the TV, mm-hmm. and they're watching this stuff. Yeah. 
And everyone's like, no, you know, they're arguing. It's not real. Or or where should we go? Should we we go? gotta go. Right. And then Ryan, in this like really cool moment where the art style changes, mm-hmm. it's very subtle. Yeah. But you see that like that is the look of dawning horror. And then she turns to Walter and she's like, "You picked." I guess the conversation's over. You you picked. Yeah. And it's like, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And then she's like, freaking out like. This is what we always talked about, the end of the world. Like, how, why is this happening? Yeah. Basically turning this all on Walter. Yeah. And he, you know, kind of te- kind of gives it up. You yeah, know? right away. Right away. <laughs> right away. You can't leave. I'm sorry, everyone. You can't leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I brought you here. You're my friends, basically. Like, this is what, this is what was supposed to happen. Yeah. My, um, I'm not going to explain to you what I really am or why this was necessary. Right. But you will never be able to leave. Yeah, I wanted you to say I wanted to save you from what my people were going to do to your planet. Right. So this guy's like some sort of alien, alien cosmic yeah. entity, something mm-hmm. like that. Demon. Demon, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely something. Um. um yeah, he, yeah, angel. Who knows? We don't know yet. He There's tells so them you'll things. never be able to leave, yeah. but you can live here forever. You're yeah. going to have everything you need here. This is like your little paradise. You can eat and jet ski and do all that stuff and you're yeah. not gonna, you're gonna be fine but you can't you can't leave this and to be clear they have a giant lake yeah and a giant mansion and yeah. a ton of land but still you're you're in a prison yeah yeah basically. yeah it's just yeah. a real nice one a nice prison yeah, yeah. it's like a, a danish prison yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> have you seen a Danish prison? <laughs> yeah, they're very nice. But they don't have life. They don't have life, uh, right? It's true. Yeah, <laughs> so they don't have TV. <laughs> as he's explaining it, uh, Nora, who was the second person, and uh, also Ryan's roommate, mm-hmm. which I like that the artist and the writer are yeah, in the room together. I'm yeah. like, are we making comics? Yeah, are we making comics? They're coming yeah. together. They're gonna they're gonna do some stuff. But Nora, yeah. super awesome, picks up a fire poker and like tries to smash walter in the head yeah and that's where we see that he is yeah not he's not even tangible no because at first i saw it looked like it like cut through him yeah but no it looks like he just like never was there no like it's an illusion sort of i mean it looks like his whole face just like unforms and then reforms back together and it also like unforms her hand yeah no that seems like that's something he's doing like okay Oh, maybe. Because, like, her whole hand uh, explodes. Yeah. I um, That makes kind of more sense. Yeah. How I read it was, like, Walter was like, I'm going to blow your hand up. Oh, no. But I, they don't say that. Yeah. No, yeah. I think, like, whatever molecules he's made of, whatever, just deforms. And then it also takes her hand with it, you know, at the same time. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. And then, well, his... You know, face goes back together. I don't think her hand does. No, no, yeah. no. Um, and then he says, yeah, I know you're all hurting, but in time you'll see this is the right call. Yeah. And I'll be back. Until then, I want you to enjoy yourselves, and I love you all. Yeah. Is last line. It's like they're his pets. Yeah. And then the last page is just us pulling away from the house, and, mm-hmm. like, we see that chaos is just, yeah. I mean, erupting. Oh, yeah. And and what great great place to end. Great place to end. Like if it had gone longer, no. No, do no, no, no. Don't do that. It definitely makes you want more. Yeah. Oh. So wow. I can't wait to read the second issue. I'm so excited. Super good. Scary cover too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I gotta. I have not read something is killing the children, 
and now See? I'm gonna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if this is this good of a first issue, like, yeah, where this is gonna go, I and I kind of don't really know. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna slowly erode uh-huh. and eventually lead to that apocalypse that we've seen. Right. But will the story, like, will they go into the greater world? Are we always gonna be on this lake? I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. And Who that's knows? great. That's yeah. cool. I mean, she's she's obviously gonna leave, but who knows? Who well, else, but that right? those statues are the the that's the steps leading up to the house. Yeah. So even oh. we never see her. She's at the house still, but it's on fire. Oh, I didn't even realize those were the same statues. Yeah, they're those weird. They make a point of it. They're like these weird specific shapes. It's there right. to like make you be like, look at these. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Except I don't know knows. where it's going to go. It, just, it could just be the whole apocalypse is right outside the house. Yeah, yeah. it could. It they literally could be stuck in the house, or who knows? Yeah, who knows? Super good. All right, uh, let's go quickly over Gamma Flight. We are okay. Already at forty-three minutes here. Oh man, what I are know. These normal, <laughs> what are these I usually go about an hour, but you know it's our first day back, so okay. we'll see yeah. how it goes. However long it takes. We got to get. Some news. I just already threw Gamma Flight on the floor. That's how I felt about that. That's appropriate. It's <laughs> kind of not super great. It's not super great. I'm sorry, Gamma Flight. Uh, and, it, you know, Al Ewing's a great writer. I was expecting more. So it's Al Ewing and Crystal Frazier. Uh, Lan Medina is the artist. Uh, Antonio Fabella colors. Uh, VCs Joe Sabina is the letterer. All right, so Gamma Flight. Where do we even start? Let's start with the team here, since I did all this background work on it. <laughs> yeah, please <laughs> enlighten me. I mean, I'm pretty familiar with like some of these characters, mm-hmm. I, t- at least a little bit. I haven't really read Gamma Flight or Alpha Flight, even the old ones. Yeah, but I, I know. I mean, and especially I really like Absorbing Man. I've always liked that power. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was super. Let's start with Absorbing Man, then. Uh, Absorbing Man, first appearance, Journey in a Mystery of 114, created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Uh, Krill is given the power to take the form of any material that he touched, absorbing the property of the material itself. Over the years, the power has worked both for and against him. Uh, the Absorbing Man was given his powers by the Asgor- Asgardian god Loki in a plot to defeat Whoa. Loki's brother Thor. Had no idea. Yeah. Makes sense, though. And he's been in a relationship with Titania for quite a bit. They go yeah. back and forth. Always. She's cool. I mean, yeah. that was like the best part of the comic was just them just being like, just like a nice a couple. couple. I know. I thought so, too, actually. <laughs> she gives him an adamantium ring, which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. super cool because that enables him to then, at any time, yeah, turn into turn adamantium. Up. Right. Which, obviously, we all know, very strong. Very strong. The strongest, right? Well, I, at this point, I don't know. It's, it was, right? But is it vibranium? When a vibranium object meets an adamantium... <laughs> I know. There's always this argument, which one yeah. is actually stronger. I think it's still adamantium, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if it matters too much. They're both real hard metals, and it's cool. Which one do you think is stronger? Tweet us at Escapist Comics <laughs> or Instagram, also at Escapist Comics. Yeah. Let us know what you think is stronger. Or if you think, or whatever you think about this podcast. 
Do you like us? Do you hate us? Let yeah, us did you love? Did you think Spawn Universe was really concise and you hated Nice House on the Lake? Let us know. And you love Gamma Flight? <laughs> All right. Uh, to, well, speaking of Titania, uh, her first appearance was in Secret Wars number three, oh. which has exploded recently. I was like, why don't we have any more Secret Wars number three? The first Secret Wars, obviously. Uh, created by Jim Shooter and Mike Zeck. Titania uh, got her power on Battleworld via Doctor Doom. Okay, and Battleworld is where they are all in Secret Wars, right? Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, Yeah. she was originally like a very timid, like nerdy girl. Okay, and then she, like her entire school, I think, like got transported to Battleworld, and uh, yeah, she was always like she actually pretended that she was Spider Woman. Huh. Um, at at her school to try to like gain popularity. Oh, that's that's a that's a fragile human being. Yeah, to and do then that. the real Spider Woman was on Battle World, and like the popular girl was like, "I knew you were lying. Oh. Like you're not Spider Woman." That's in Secret Wars. Yeah, that's in Secret Wars. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I don't remember any high school students. Yeah, like so. we went on a field trip to Battle World. <laughs> they got tra- they were just like that piece of the planet got transported oh, okay. to Battle World. Yeah. So Beyond then Doctor Doom, like her and her best friend, both get like captured by Doctor Doom and Doctor Doom's like, Hey, you wanna be superheroes or supervillains? And they're like, Yes. We cool. wanna be popular. <laughs> yeah, I mean this whole team right there like reformed villains. Yeah. Or I don't know about well, Puck, but Yeah, and then uh Rick Sas- Jones. Sasquatch and, and Doc Sasquatch. Yeah, that I mean they're not super villains. because uh, that's Samson. Oh, Doc Samson. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> I see that now. Leonard Sampson. Yeah, I, that whole time I had no idea that that was Doc Sampson. Well, let's talk about Doc Sampson real quick. <laughs> the guy with the green Poor hair. Poor Doc Sampson. Uh, also, Rick Jones too. Both have very yeah. tragic histories. <laughs> Rick is brutal. Rick, Rick yeah. Rick never oh. gets like. Oh I just God. want to write a comic where Rick gets to be happy, and, and then like it'd be a boring comic. Just oh, yeah. Let that kid like. Poor Rick Jones. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, also Duck Sampson. So uh, after Bruce Banner was temporarily cured of being Hulk by siphoning off the gamma radiation that caused his transformations, Sampson, who had been working with Banner Hulk in his job as a psychiatrist, exposed himself to some of the siphoned radiation, granting him a superhumanly strong and muscular physique and caused his hair to turn green and to grow long. Reminiscent of his biblical namesake. It made his hair grow long, too? And this is really funny. Uh, Initially, Samson's physical strength depends upon the length of his hair. So he actually used to cut his hair off. To be weaker? To be weaker. Wow. I had no idea. (laughs) To be honest, like, I always loved the Hulk. But the whole, like, not all of them, but the supporting cast of the Hulk, I've always just been like, whatever like i don't i don't mm-hmm. get it. like i like rick jones mm-hmm. but i never i always thought <laughs> samson just looked super dorky so like, nerdy he's like, like wearing like a red like... shirt and like yeah he has the green, green hair. hair he just looks lame and i'm like well he's his like doctor yeah <laughs> like, okay <laughs> cool gamma doctor so he's been killed a bunch of times as well uh most recently uh, he was revived, and then most again in Civil War Two, and the Immortal Hulk, Doc Simpson, was killed and revived and turned into Doc Sasquatch. What a great name! That's yeah. a terrible name. Doc Simpson was able to revive himself in the body of Walter Lankowski. Yeah, the old Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. But he like so he 
got killed, and then he was in, like, the Immortal Hulk, all that bullshit, you know, with the fucking radiation. Uh, So he, on the Alpha Flight low-orbit space station, causing the body to turn into a green-haired version of Sasquatch. Okay. (laughs) He definitely Um, looks cooler now. Yeah, I guess so, but he's very unhappy. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to be a giant Sasquatch, no. as we know. Nobody likes being big giant monsters. So yeah, and and I guess in this one too, they're working on that. He's like talking about how he doesn't want to be, and like he doesn't be the Sasquatch anymore with that weird green hair covering his groin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the plot is like whatever. They just like have to get together. I don't know. Do we need to even explain any no, of that? No, let's talk about Rick Jones instead. Yeah, Rick Jones. <laughs> Junji Ito Rick Jones. Yeah, who's also merged with, what is it, Del Fry? Yeah, Rick yeah. Jones and Del Fry are one being. Oof. Seems like Del Fry is a green irradiated, I don't know, you can see its skeleton. Gelatinous goo. Yeah, some sort of goo <laughs> creature. And then Rick Jones is like, a weird muscular like <laughs> neck and neck. head yeah he's, he's just he's like the length of a human but he's just a neck and a head hanging upside down he looks very sad oh man so rick jones uh first appearance was in hulk incredible hulk number one 1962 obviously That's why he's the hulk because yeah. that that crazy kid was riding his riding his what hot rod out in the yeah <laughs> on a testing field. Right. Screw this warning signs on the fences. Yeah. And Banner pushes him out of the way and... Is bombarded. They, yes. They've been tight for a long they've time. They've been tight. Though Rick has gone through some shit over the years. Yeah, he kind of just becomes the... Which I, I do like that character. Like, I mean, in the in the era, it was like the everyman. Where it's like, he is the, the comic reader. The right. male comic reader. Yes. But that kind of was his position. And he... Uh, Switch bodies with Captain Marvel, right? right. They mm-hmm. had like these metal bands they would cling together yeah. and switch. They could, only one could occupy Earth space. Yeah, kind of weird, but yeah. it's cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's he's, he's been, been like a bunch of superheroes. He's been right? a bunch of superheroes. He's been killed so many times. He's been taken over by the Kree. He's been shot by Doc Samson. He's been taken over by Modoc and the leader. Why like, do they want... He's just a regular kid. I know. Why do they want this guy? Because he's like in with all the superheroes. I and guess like so. everyone yeah. trusts him. Yeah. And then... Yeah. So they all just like murder him or take him over. And <laughs> so I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, he was also... Oh God, what was it? The... Uh, not the Abomination, but he he also became like a Hulk at one point as well. Okay. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that's, everybody... That's when he was taken over by MODOK when he was like this giant Hulk monster. Everybody who's ever known know. Bruce Banner has been a Hulk. Yeah. His girlfriend is his girlfriend's dad. Yeah. <laughs> who hates him. And like, he knew everybody. the true identity of Red Hulk, but then... Oh. Like, they shot him or something before he could give the answer and blew him up. Cool. <laughs> Poor, Poor Rick. For him. Poor Rick. Yeah, and then now he's he got exposed to more gamma radiation and he's he, that gooey, gelatinous... He's a tentacle thing. Tentacle monster. He's a flesh tentacle growing yeah. on a green goo monster. Yeah, he's real depressed right now. It's yeah. Like, the worst thing he's ever been. Understandable. And then yeah. there's Puck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's Puck. <laughs> and he's nice. He seems like a good guy. Yeah, he's cool. He brought I mean, people burritos in the beginning, so it's like I'm, 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 I'd rather be on a team with someone like that. Yeah, he also is kind of tragic too. Like he's an altered human; he's not like a mutant or anything either. And then, like he was like, he came across like a sorcerer 
or something like he was because he was like an explorer or an adventurer oh, and then he okay. came across like in a yeah like an a sorcerer's you know thing he messed with the wrong thing basically and it shrunk him down uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah and then like so throughout also marvel history he's gone like back and forth where it becomes like normal size like normal again size. and he, then he's like, like super dense right yeah like, yeah he, like, has, he like, literally bounces around like a puck or something like yeah. a hockey puck yeah like, basically yeah. <laughs> yeah so he's the fa- that's who you f- fastball special you throw that guy <laughs> and then he bounces around or something I, yeah i guess sure. i never really got it now, I just feel bad because he keeps curing him of his dwarfism. And he is, like has pain and stuff from it, too, Ugh. from being a dwarf. Um, which I don't think you're supposed to say that anymore. I'm a little person. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're supposed to say. Puck is uh, shorter. Yes. He's, he's a little person. And but then... He has superpowers. I mean, they fight a big monster who's like a girl who became an irradiated gamma creature and doesn't want to be because who does right Um, there's always problems with that they have a big fight it felt like honestly just like a super like it was forced it was like a generic marvel comic like that's really just what this whole thing read to me as the art's not great yeah it's 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 whatever it's functional oh wait there's one more team member which i really have barely anything to say about the doctor the doctor yeah oh yeah yeah charlene mcgowan who came in on immortal hulk i guess yeah oh okay so she's newer yeah she's newer she was part of the uh u.s hulk operation shadow base b site and was testing on rick jones of course all of that That poor guy that poor guy (laughs) Uh, and then when they like talked to her, she was like, "They were forcing me to do it." And then they're like, "Okay, I won't." Doc Samson was like, "All right, I won't kill you, I guess." Huh. Doc Samson kills a lot of people. He yeah. just shoots people at will. What a doctor! Yeah, he's not he's not so nice. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, in the last page, uh, we we meet we see Scar, who has fingers on his face now. He seems <laughs> to have continued to mutate. Scar, Hulk's son. Right. Born on an alien world. On a planet hoax? Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. right? Then they thought we thought he had been blown up yeah. when his mother was killed right. by you know, Reed Richards and all those guys yeah. <laughs> trying to do something good. Sure. But being total totalitarian psychos. Yeah. So he's yeah, he's back. On and Daddy's orders. Daddy's orders, I guess. And okay. then <laughs> the next issue is that supposed to be Hulk or Scar? Standing triumphantly, That's screaming at the sky. Hulk, I guess. He's got like long hair. I don't know. Well, he can change to any form now, right? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I'm a little bit behind on Immortal Hulk. So. Yeah. Anyway, that's a Marvel ass Marvel comic. Yeah, super Marvel y. <laughs> um, since we brought up Reed Richards, you want to jump right. in? Quickly run through that, and then we got to take a quick break, and then we'll do some news. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, uh, Fantastic Four Life Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Russell uh, writing it. Um, there's two issues out. I think issue two came out this week. Sean Izaxi. Um, basically, it it's just a re- retelling of the Fantastic Four's origin, but in a more like, re- like with just realism brought in involved. You know, it's like, it just adds this weight to it. It makes them... It does make it feel like it's, like, people living a life rather than, like, and then we went on adventures for 250 issues. Right. <laughs> like, it, it kind of does present it as, like, you know, chapters in a life. And things actually change um, in the second one. Re, uh, 
And it does seem to be deviating because Sue leaves Reed. Oh. She's with Namor. Okay. Um, oh, with Namor. Yeah, they still have. They, so they have Franklin, but there's uh-huh. like weird scenes where Franklin is like, "Are we gonna see Doctor Richards?" And she's like, "That's Daddy. That's Daddy." Like, oh. and it's so it's it, they're really doing the whole thing like stretching the like basically just taking all the stuff that's there and kind of making the realist like that dude is obsessed with the science well you're not gonna have a good relationship no and her whole thing is always lamenting like i'm the invisible woman does that mean i have to not be seen yeah you know we, we've oh, heard like that yeah, yeah we've heard these things before but it's just done very maturely like with a what you know mark russell's great writer like yeah oh, super yeah, good hand um yeah reed is always treated so terribly like yeah, in the comics like really does. <laughs> in this comic, one hundred percent is just exposing that. It's like Reed just does tons of shitty things, and you, it, you, I'm like, yes, go get with Namor. Like <laughs> this guy wants you. He, this guy wants you to be like a queen. He's gonna take care of you. You're gonna like sit on a throne. He's gonna do anything for you. Yeah, and that guy's a total asshole, but not to her. Yeah, never to her. <laughs> total asshole though. That's so funny that he picks a name more out of all. <laughs> I mean, they've always Everybody. had that thing, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Sue's always been like, "Oh my, I just don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's so sexy. Like, <laughs> he never wears a shirt. He never wears a shirt." Um, yeah, and then in, like the first one, there's it's just there's cooler stuff like when they go out into space. That's what causes Galactus to see Earth, and then nobody believes Reed that he saw Galactus. And it, it, so his whole life becomes, that's why he's so obsessed with science is like, I have to stop this threat. And it's like this. And she's like, it's not happening. Like where you need to live your life, man. Like, Mm -hmm. and then, so she leaves him and that's kind of where the second issue ends overall, just done really well. And that great cover too. Oh yeah. The 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 70s 70s cover. cover. Yeah. The first one had a 60s cover, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just have the A cover on that one. I, I don't know what the. The 60s one variant looks like. And yeah, we meet Dr. Doom. They work together. Reed and Doom develop the Doom armor to be able to travel in the space and deal with it. Uh-huh. So it's like actually them developing it, it together. And then Doom betrays him at the end and is like, I'm sorry, my friend. Like, I knew you wouldn't be able to see the whole vision. You know, that's yeah, yeah. Doom. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it, it's kind of like tying these loose ends it's like oh no dr doom and reed made the suit together it's like yeah. connecting these oh yeah galactus came to earth because of reed's hubris like mm-hmm. it's it's done well it's fun what does that uh that reed richards look like i was like does he look like john krasinski are they trying to put that in there he a little could, bit <laughs> maybe that does it's a little too look, square though. it doesn't look like emily blonde no it doesn't but maybe I mean <laughs> everyone wants it. it. Everyone... I know. I think he would do good. I, I like think it. so too because you have to make Reed very hateable, but yeah. you can't hate him. No. But so John Krasinski is so likable. Yeah. It's like him being a complete dick. I would still be like, stop. Like yeah. I, I would still a little bit be honest. And he looks stretchy to me. <laughs> he could. Do, he's tall. He's lanky. Yeah, yeah. he could be straight. I'm on board with that one. Yeah, I, like that. I have been since I read that. And I like Emily Blunt too. So yeah. All right. Very quickly, we're gonna run through. The, we're not going through the whole gala because it's just there's too many comics. I couldn't read all these comics. There's too many of them. There's a lot of comics. They can, you, it's like you got three a week. That's the best one. 
All right, so you like uh, still? I'll post these on our Instagram too, so we can actually you can actually see them since we're just looking at them, and you can't see through this podcast. Yeah, sword, uh, sword sword six. Yes, the variant has a storm in her uh, gallo regalia, and mm-hmm, it's uh, mm-hmm. I really like the effect of her hair becoming like just a storm cloud. Yeah, that's awesome. Super cool. I like that as well. Uh, I'm gonna go. I probably gonna go with Jean. Oh, which I don't even have right here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Jeannie. Where's no, Jean? To quote Cyclops, where's, where's Jean? Jean? Oh, it's probably in another pile, but she was my favorite. Classic. Yes. Where's Jean? Uh, where is Jean? She's off on her adventures. All right, fine. Then I'll pick from what I have, uh, which is going to be Emma Frost, who makes her gown out of diamonds. Pretty. That's a, that is a uh, very revealing <laughs> outfit. It is very. Well, that's that's Emma. That you. is Emma. Yeah. She yeah. she goes for that always. She does. And she makes no apologies. Nope. And I like that about her. Yeah. And I like that she can make her own outfit. Yeah. <laughs> that's out of her awesome. body? Out or? of her body. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> organic diamonds. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite. Besides Jean, who li- literally uses uh, telekinesis to make, to like hold her crown. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, in place. that's good. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, also, shout out to Rogue. Uh, always high fashion with her. Yeah, Rogue has always been killing it. I mean, mm-hmm. I of all the people who ever wore jackets over their superhero costumes, yeah. she's the one 100% keep that. I kind of like, wish this was like her regular outfit now. I mean, it might be. Like, yeah, because it, it's actually not... Ri- a lot of them are pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Like, oh, like big. It's oh, a yeah. gala. Hers... You could, she could be a functional superhero like that. Yeah, like, what's up with Nightcrawler's outfit? Like, he has, like, a, a hat with a feather and... Well, he's the buccaneer, right? True. Remember the, yeah, the, so. the fantasy story where he's, like, a pirate and stuff? Oh, like, is that what they're taking He's always from? loved uh, the swashbuckling thing. Yeah, him and him and uh, Kitty could just, like, hang out. Oh, I guess they are hanging out. They're, like, right next to each other. Oh, wait, is that a connecting? Who's she connecting to? So these are all the connecting covers. Yeah. This is, like, really high podcasting because none of you... Oh, there we go. She's connecting to uh, X23. X23. All right. Well, we'll stop talking yeah. about this since nobody can see it. <laughs> Look them up. They're nice. Yes, they are. We'll, we'll post our favorites on Insta. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some comic news. And we're back. Good break. Yeah, we, we just watched rewatched the Halloween Kills and the Shang-Chi trailer, so we're about to talk about those two where yep. do you want to start uh let's start with shang chi okay we just watched that one looks cool does um, look cool getting a lot more i feel like the tone is really on like i'm seeing more what the tone of the movie is going to be than that first that was more like a teaser or whatever that yeah. came out before i like how teasers aren't really teasers though anymore they're like no. they're like a full minute long yeah it's not just like shang chi no, like no, and then no. like him fighting for like a second no <laughs> that one had all the aquafina this one had yeah. no aquafina just no none of her talking um but yeah it looks super cool i i've i'm a huge kung fu fan so i've been looking forward to this one um mm-hmm. master kung fu is one of my favorite probably my favorite 70s marvel comic series like I just love the super spy stuff mixed with the, like, kung fu. Like, super cool. I don't know how much he'll do the super spy stuff in this, but... Yeah, so I'm actually not as familiar with Shang-Chi as a lot of the other comics. Um, So I'm excited to see this, too, because it's something I haven't really read or seen as much. I've read a few of them, but... Sure. Yeah, I'm definitely not as familiar. 
Uh, what I am excited about is that they're finally putting in some characters for real this time, like the Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which was falsely put in in Iron Man 3, yeah. which I'll never forgive. Yeah. <laughs> I do it not was... want to see Ben Kingsley ever again portraying a Asian, not Asian character. Trevor or something his it name was. was. Ridiculous. My name's Trevor yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. <laughs> if he had just been like... If he had just not been the Mandarin and just been, like, some super terrorist, right. how cool that would... Yeah, that would have been fine. That was the trailer for Iron Man 3. It was, like, just his terrorist video. And I was yeah. like, hardcore. There's a guy hanging from a rope on fire. Like, yeah. whoa. Instead, they put a shit ton of eyeliner on him and was <laughs> yeah. like... I'm a thespian. Yeah. <laughs> they paid me to do this. But that Ugh. does... What that does hint at is that... Because... So... Um, basically the idea is in the comics it was Fu Manchu Mm -hmm. that character is not owned outright by Marvel also kind of a racist kind of a racist of a character I like that it's just basically it's the same story but the Mandarin is now uh, Shang-Chi's father right but in the comics yeah there's a worldwide crime organization and his father is the one in charge of that yeah and he's kind of trying to like dismantle that in various ways as well as other is his father Fu Manchu in the comics okay yeah so they basically just swapped it out um, with the real Mandarin played by Tony Leung awesome yeah Yeah. super cool he looks great he's an incredible actor uh, and I would love to see him play evil yeah Um, but yeah it it looks like it's gonna be the story of a son dismantling his father's evil empire pretty Star Wars-y in a way yeah definitely um uh, and then Michelle Yeoh is his playing his mother. Yeah. Um, which is fantastic. Super uh, cool. Love her so much. Uh, and then we also see at the end of the trailer a brief appearance of the Abomination. Abomination. Uh, Tim Roth has been cast in the She-Hulk series, and he played oh. the Abomination in the Incredible Hulk. Oh. So, or was it Hulk? One he of, was in the Incredible, in the Incredible Hulk. Hulk, right? Yeah, the okay. second MCU the second movie, one, which is we don't want to even talk about the first one. Yeah, so <laughs> Nick Nolte was the. <laughs> we can get into yeah. that another time. Another time. I, that, that one's worth a rewatch. So I'm guessing <laughs> because he's been cast in the MCU show that uh, he'll be also in this yeah, as well. At least enough to set him up as an yeah. antagonist. Right. We'll probably get a good fight with him, but I, I doubt he's like maybe he's a big crony of the of uh the mandarin or maybe it's because we see him in like um like a a, fighting arena yeah Mm kind of like when we they've done that in the x-men movies yeah where like wolverine's fighting someone yeah uh when i read online that it was uh wong is who's fighting him wong uh dr strange Strange. yeah but i don't know i didn't i couldn't see that in the trailer that's something i read that might be wrong yeah there's definitely a lot of dr strange magic going on they're showing that yeah yeah trailer as well yeah the 10 rings are cool Mm -hmm. they're not like rings on his hand anymore you know they're like power rings (laughs) i don't really know it's interesting it looks it looks i don't know what that's gonna be i'm sure there's a a lot of action that could be done with those rings flying off and stuff yeah that's what they wanted to show it's harder to do that with small rings on his fingers well in like the comic each ring like is like the ring of light the ring of dark the ring of speed the ring of strength the right. ring, like each one has its own property but that's too similar to like the gems infinity gems yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's like yeah just make them you have 10 power rings like why do we got to get in right. shadow powers <laughs> whatever we don't need that 
Right. Looks like a yeah, big action spectacle. We got got a bus bus crashing through the streets of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, That's exciting. It looks. I think it's all yeah, set in San Francisco. Maybe maybe the second one he'll meet Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the new Ant Man will uh, be is in Oakland too. They did a lot of filming there too. Oh, they they okay. might be filming in Oakland in this one too. I'm not sure. Cool. But yeah, they definitely did downtown Oakland and Ant Man. So. Yeah, it definitely. Maybe they looks... will meet up. Maybe there'll be an appearance on this one. Who knows? Who knows? This one they're... comes out in September, so they're gonna keep doing that. Yeah, having people pop up and don't yeah. forget, don't, don't oh, forget yeah. about this guy. We'll never forget. No, but um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, uh, the next trailer we watched was Halloween Kills, featuring the return of Michael Myers uh, as a sequel of Halloween, which came out was that two years ago now, three years ago. Uh, two or three. Uh, I think it might be three now, actually. Yeah, there was a there was a, a mysterious uh, prison year in the middle. There. Yes. <laughs> what is time? <laughs> uh, so this this was a fun trailer, though that we both agree they show way too much. Way too much. There's like yeah. they show like ten kills, and unless he's gonna kill eighty people in that movie, <laughs> that's <might>. maybe. <laughs> I mean, it is called Halloween Kills. Yeah. And it would kind of make sense that the middle of the three movies would be the one with like. The, the highest region. death yeah. count. Yeah. Like, because that's the, Definitely. you know, the middle of the story. Yeah. But, yeah, they showed a little too much, but I think it's going to be a cool movie. Yeah. I mean. It looks good. Uh, we saw a really cool throw out to Season of the Witch, which they've never done before. Yeah. In the um, main series. Yeah. And for those who don't know, that's Halloween 3, which was uh, an an- supposed to be like a kickoff to the anthology uh, of Halloween's, which did not work out. Yeah, Michael was only supposed to be in one and two, and then he was never going to come back. And every year there was going to be a new Halloween movie uh, with a new story, like an anthology series. That's the alternate reality I want to see. Yeah, me too. (laughs) And then they just bring Michael back at some point. But it's like, let if Michael had just laid fallow for fifteen years, yeah, that would have been really cool. That would be. Uh, But yeah, so we see like the masks from season of the witch, and I like. I love, I love that. Those, I, I love know. those masks. Masks are so creepy. I always creepy. love those masks. The skull, the witch, and the, uh, the, pumpkin. the pumpkin, pumpkin jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. So I wonder yeah. if they're going to tie that in more, or is, it, or is it just like a little, just like a little... If uh, I can hear the... Easter egg. Oh, my so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, be, I'd be happy. <laughs> Me too. Maybe the kids will sing it or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That'd be fun. Um, but, and then uh, the big, like, thing, like the plot point or whatever that works... Scene. I mean, obviously, Michael survives the burning of the house from the previous one. He kills a bunch of firemen, but the the plot thing that they reveal in the trailer is that he's going to be unmasked. I guess, yeah, right, or something. His like, which they've done before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But those movies don't count anymore, right? Yeah, right. They, they don't this count. one scrubbed everything except the first movie. Right. So in this timeline, there's going to be at the end four movies. I guess. Yeah. There'll be Halloween, then Halloween. Then Halloween kills. <laughs> then Halloween, Halloween ends. ends. Yeah. Maybe. Question mark? <laughs> weird, weird name. Halloween ends. It never ends. No, it won't. Yes. All these guys keep coming back, and I don't got a problem with that. Nah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> When's Jason coming back? When is Jason When's coming f- back? Freddy versus Freddy. Uh, I want to see Freddy versus Freddy so bad. I just want real Freddy to kill new Freddy. Yeah, please. <laughs> you forgot about me. God, this um, movie sucked so bad. <laughs> okay. The new, the new, the new Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, don't watch it, to. people. It's terrible. Go, go watch Dream Warriors. Yeah, go watch Dream Warriors. Um, uh, okay. talk about Loki. We're gonna talk about Loki. Um, and then that's it. 
then we gotta go. All right, Loki. <laughs> There's been three episodes so far. It's awesome. Love it. Hopefully, we're gonna spoil all of this. So if you don't want to hear about us spoiling it, then yeah, don't don't listen. Now's the time to turn off uh, and then uh, come back. Of course. Yes, please come here. back. Yeah, but watch yeah. Loki. And watch then watch listen. it definitely. <laughs> all right, so let's just start from the beginning really quick. Uh, the B fifteen. I guess uh, takes Loki into the we'll, we'll start. I guess even before that. So Loki is basically like they gets captured from the the whole Tesseract. Yeah, scene this is in the beginning the Loki, of the Avengers. This is the Loki from the Avengers. This yes. is not the Loki who died trying to kill Thanos yeah. in Infinity War. This is not the Loki who got to. Have, share those moments with his father as he died. Like this is not the Loki we know. This is the most angry Loki. This is the Loki fresh off of failing to take over the world. Right in the beginning of Avengers, or right. in the first Avengers film. Yes. Um. So he basically just ends up uh, in a. We're just going to skip to where he gets to the. Yeah. What, what does he get? The, the Tesseract. He right? gets the Tesseract. Yeah. And he and uses he, that like, to leave. Yeah. To, to escape. Travel through. Time? Yeah. yeah. Time travels through time, and he ends up in, like, the desert. Yeah, <laughs> like Mongolia. Mongolia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and that's not what was supposed to happen. No. Um, so he thinks he's escaped. You know, he's being his swarmy Loki self. And then all these people show up in, like, uh, like soldier, like, military garb. The and time police. The, the time police, yes. Uh, the time variance authority, is what yeah. they're called. Uh, and they capture him and take him back to... Uh, the TV, TVA? TVA, the, which the is TVA. like a pocket universe or something. Yeah. That is like this crazy giant elaborate city. I don't know if it's underground or what the hell is going on. Like in that the place. middle of space, I think. Yeah. Really. It, it, it seems like its own dimension, honestly. Yeah. And um, we meet, well, I don't know. You got yeah. the, the yeah, breakdown. I, got it. I don't so remember the, how it goes. The, the B-15 uh, is like one of the head like security officers there basically and she takes Loki into a very retro like futuristic decorated place and it's really awesome it kind of reminds me of like like the Beetlejuice yeah. um waiting room yeah yeah yeah, for yeah, the yeah recently deceased yeah where um, it's like ultra you know cosmic or sort of powerful things but presenting still like a waiting room yeah or like you know, there's still the like the line, the, yeah. the, the 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 borders thing that you have to like follow, go yeah. back and forth, like at the airport, like at the Disney, like at Disneyland, yeah. really too. You're like, oh my god, there's another line after this other line, yeah, like, and you have to take a number, which and... is so honestly incredibly depressing. If, yeah, if the cosmic entities are also bureaucrats, I'm just so upset. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Uh, and you have to, like, sign off on everything you do. Like, there's, like, that whole scene where there's, like, a billion words. He has to sign up for everything he's said in his yeah. entire life. Um, yeah. It's super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, we also get to meet, like, Miss Minutes, which is, like, this little cartoon clock. Yeah, the clock. <laughs> She's, like, the best. Basically, like, that little light bulb from back in the day that used yeah. to, like, be in, like, hey, this is safety tips and right. stuff. Or, like, the movie theater, uh, like, Snacks. Let's all go to the movies. Yeah, let's all go to the movies. Yeah, it's definitely that those vibes. Sixties uh-huh. retro futuristic vibes. Yeah. Uh so and eventually we get to meet Owen Wilson, who's played uh, or Mobius, who's played by Owen Wilson. Awesome to see him. He's so great. He's such a good character. Um and he takes Loki through 
uh, all the things that he's done wrong <laughs> throughout time, basically. And his own future. Yeah, and he, his future as well, yeah. Is that the first episode where he gets That's to the first see... Episode. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of my favorite parts, too, is when we meet, uh, or when we get to see the D.B. Cooper moment, uh, and like we see him on the plane, and he's like flirting with a flight attendant. Um, and those of you who don't know who D.B. Cooper is, uh, he was actual name was Dan Cooper, they think anyways, and he was used to describe an unidentified man who hijacked a Boeing 727 aircraft in the United States airspace between Portland and Seattle on the afternoon of November 24th, and he kind of looks like Loki, like the real... Oh, like a, really? Yeah. Like, so there's a, I didn't pick up on any of this. Yeah, no. so if you... Like, even just go to the Wikipedia page, there's, uh, like, the flight attendants described him and, like, all the people that saw him. And, like, they're very similar looking. uh, Which is why I think they decided to use it. Uh, So, uh, after a stop at the Seattle Air, or Seattle-Tacoma Airport to collect a $200,000 in ransom, equivalent to $1.28 million, or sorry, $1.28 million today, and four parachutes he leapt to an uncertain fate over southwestern Washington despite an extensive manhunt and a 45-year-long FBI investigation, the perpetrator's identity and fate remain unknown. Wow. So, yeah, basically this guy gave, just like in the show, gave the flight attendant a note, said he was going to blow up a plane. So they, like, made a quick stop, got the money, flew back out, and then he jumped like wow. over the state, yeah. So they're proposing that that could have been Loki because right. we don't know the identity of this person. Yeah, and it kind of looks like him. And he's an agent of chaos. Yeah, clearly, if you're doing stuff like that. Okay, right. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, but in the show, yeah, Loki jumps out and the Bifrost comes out and like jumps them back to Asgard uh, <laughs> instead. Okay. And they're like, oh, we that never makes found more him. sense. Okay. Yeah, and that was just him having fun. Yeah, he really didn't even want the money. I no, don't think. it was just like, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it was uh, Loki. No, what it was is the uh, Thor bet him to do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was fun, right? <laughs> yeah, the old hijinks of those two. Yeah, uh, let's skip to the so, so that the first episode is really fun. Just introduces everything that's happening. Is that um, is that where we see, or is it the second episode where we see the thing that kind of explains what the 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 time because there's these timekeepers, these right. three three whatever godlike. Uh, characters who are trying to keep the timeline stable. This is my first episode, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Loki's like, and obviously Loki's like, I gotta, I gotta get on that, right? Yeah. They drop, <laughs> they drop the line. If they were, t- if the timelines were to split, it could lead to a multiversal war. Right. Spoilers. Yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna do That's that. That's the next 10 years of the MCU. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I- I'm honestly thinking that might be how X-Men comes in, Fantastic Four. Yeah. It's like, have them be in their own universes so they're established. So it doesn't, because it doesn't make sense if it's like, hey, we're the Fantastic Four. We just got our powers. Just came back from space. It's like, no. no. <laughs> you guys were the first. Yeah. Like, been so here forever. It would make sense if they have their own universe, maybe with the X-Men. Right. Maybe their own separates. Yeah, they were definitely with the X-Men pretty early on. So that would make sense if they all just came in together. Yeah. And then yeah. you have the Fantastic Four being the ones people love and then the X-Men being the ones everyone's afraid of because that whole dichotomy of like, why is the thing okay, but... Yeah. The beast is a freak. Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Or all these other, yeah, all these people with powers, and then, but the X-Men, what? Yeah, because <laughs> it could be your neighbor, right? I, mean, I guess, but... What? I yeah. Don't I don't know. Yeah, it definitely doesn't make anyway, any sense. Anyway, yeah. Super cool hints mm-hmm. at a lot of, of stuff coming. Yeah. Uh, episode two, titled The Variant, we uh, meet what we think they, or 
what definitely they want you to think is like the first like baddie of the of the series yeah. like this is gonna be the big villain and then it's a mysterious uh loki variant a different right. version of loki from another dimension who's killing tons of time people yeah and it's made to yeah look like a serial killer or something yeah like this really scary shadowy figure yeah and there's a lot of good easter eggs in this episode they show you a lot of different loki variants throughout time it's super fun yeah um and, yeah, I love this. This is my favorite episode so far because you see a lot of really, really cool things. Yeah, and, that one was fun. There's, yeah. like, a renaissance fair. There's a renaissance fair. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of trick you. They, like, make you think you're actually going back to the renaissance. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're, like, 1987 or something like yeah. that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Um, and then, so skipping straight to the end of the episode, is the big reveal of, like, which variant it's actually going to be. Yeah. And they're, like, it's lady loki or is it actually enchantress but not amora the enchantress i never even thought about that but yeah yeah, it could be so well at the end credits this is like the big thing there's a list of uh the cast members and not just like the american cast members is actually listed on like the european cast members for yeah Mm -hmm. and it says sylvie so oh, okay. Sylvie was... He the, does call her. And he does yeah. call her that in the third episode. So yeah. it even revealed that even more. So Sylvie was actually the second Enchantress created oh, by Mark okay. Brooks and Paul Cornell. Uh, she first appeared in 2009's Dark Reign Young Avengers number one, which is why everyone was at the store looking for that a couple weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> I see. Mm-hmm. They were just looking for it for their collection, though. I'm just a fan. <laughs> just a fan. Just a fan. Just really, of really the love Dark Rain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, and this is also, I think it really might be her, because once you watch the newest episode, it, their conversation really kind of leads to this. Uh, so, after mysteriously awakening with magical powers one day... Sylvie becomes one of the Young Masters, a team of dark, super-powered individuals referred to themselves as the Young Avengers. Before being confronted by the actual Young Avengers, Sylvie eventually discovered Loki was not only responsible for granting her powers, he may have even created her. Hmm. Well, all that would make sense, because, like, I mean, the... I don't know that version of the Enchantress, but the original Enchantress, they're not going to do that, which where she's, like, a seductress. Yeah. You know, like, that was her character before, but... That does kind of align with her whole power where she can, like, touch people yeah. and cause them to, like, do something for her. That, yeah. that is, like, what the Enchantress would do. She'd be like, Thor, now you're my man. Yeah. Go and fight the, the Avengers. Yeah. Well, she also keeps talking about the postman in the newest episode, and the oh, third yeah. episode. And I was like, is that the other Loki? Is that the real variant? The other Loki who she's in love with? Oh. they have, like, a whole relationship. That she might not, oh, that she might not even be able. Yeah, I don't think she's the Loki. I think there's another oh. Loki, and she's pissed off at him, but also in love with him, and he gave her the powers. Interesting. Okay. she doesn't have Loki powers. She has no, a whole different. other power set. Yeah, yeah, they're different. Yeah. Hmm. So. Okay. I definitely think in the last episode, Lamentis 1, where Lamentis 1 is the moon they're on, so basically Loki gets them into trouble after he tries to capture her. Yeah, at the end of 2. Mm-hmm. She, we were revealed that it's like Lady Loki. We we don't know who she is yet, and she opens up the portal and escapes through. And then the TVA are coming, and they're like Loki, no, talking to you know Tom Hiddleston, and then he jumps through right. rather than go back and be. Because what I like is the whole time the TVA is like you're like this is cool, but you're like 
fuck these people. Oh, yeah, they're jerks. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's also revealed, too, that in the newest episode that they are not, like, just regular people that work for them. They're all prisoners. Yeah. So they, they don't know it, though. They don't know it. No, because the TVA has been taking them throughout time. They're all variants, basically. Yeah. And they've been, like, picking them out and then erasing their memories and then putting new memories in. Making them agents. Making them agents, right. Yeah. Very matrixy a little bit and, like... Yeah, it's they're not good. No, <laughs> they're no, they're not good people. And it's like, I mean, right? If you look at right the arc of any of these shows, most of them are heroes. Mm-hmm. So it's like these heroes are going to restore order because there's a problem that's causing chaos. But this is a Loki show. Yeah, Loki's not going to establish any order. Yeah. They're the order. Yeah. It's oppressive order, mm-hmm. and his chaos is going to shatter. Right. That. Like it's like that's his arc is yeah. to dismantle that whole place yeah and it's like i can't wait to see that because yeah. they're so like just pretentious about this whole thing like well the timekeepers yeah. the timekeepers say it's like who are these who are these guys who are these why do they get to decide literally how you live and die yeah every choice in your life like no and why is there only this one prime timeline yeah yeah no, no. let's see the chaos <laughs> split yeah. them all up multiversal war yeah pretty good pretty good <laughs> so yeah definitely looking forward to episode four it was a huge cliffhanger on episode three basically they were on this train they or they're in lamentous one it's one of those apocalyptic worlds that they can't leave yeah loki of course screws it up breaks their like time jumper machine uh yes. and now they're stuck on this train that's about in, to go into doom and uh who knows how they're gonna get out of it who knows <laughs> so they will they will i mean obviously they will but yeah yeah it's it's I don't know. I, that one was like, to me, lighter. I, we got we got uh, to know both of them really well because like their yeah. conversations with each other was like really good. And to be honest, like Loki was not a character I had a lot of like affection for mm-hmm. or anything. I liked some of the stuff in the Avengers, but I was like, whatever. This, and it seems like this is what the Marvel TV is doing. Every one of these characters that I'm like, whatever, they're just making me like, oh, I love. I love Loki. Yeah. And, like, now I do. And now I feel like if I went back and watched Avengers, I would see it completely differently. Yeah. Because I have all this affection for this character now. Mm -hmm. Because we get to see him be vulnerable. Right. And he gets, like, cracked open. Like, they're, like, both talking to Mobius and then talking to Sylvie. It's like, you're just unspooling this guy's guts. Yeah. To see who he really is. And Mm -hmm. it's... One of the moments I really liked is... Like, he, like, shows him the scene in Avengers, which I loved, where he, like, rips that dude's eye out. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, smiling. And he's, like, there, here, right here. Are you, do you enjoy hurting people? And it takes, like, a while. And then Loki eventually reveals, like, that's part of the act. Like, I don't like hurting people, but I like being the villain. Right. And it's, like, in order to do that, I have to hurt people. Yeah. So it's, like, I don't want to hurt people. Yeah. You know, you just get this more of this character. I really like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, can't wait for more. And, yeah, excited to see what they have in store. Multiversal War. Multiversal War. All right. I think that about wraps it up. Watch Loki. Watch the trailers that we watched. Oh, Black Widow comes out also in July 7th, I think. So, so soon. I know, it's very soon. Go to the movies. Go to the movies. Go out to the theater. Yeah, don't watch it on... Like Disney Plus for $30 or whatever. No, go to the theater, <laughs> then wait a couple months oh, get and your then vaccine. watch it. Go get your vaccine and then go to the theater. Definitely do that. Yes. 
All right, I've been Jessica Baldoni. I've been Robert Negoesco. And we will talk to you guys soon. Go read some comics. Read comics. Bye.